You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another awesome episode of Ask Drone You. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for those reviews. And thank you for not smashing the subscribe button. If you tap it lightly or you're fat fingered like me, you know, just give a little pudgy push and you'll be uh, just fine. Okay. <laughs> it all works the same. It really does. It really does. Good morning, good afternoon, or good day, uh, wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Seriously, thank you for joining us. As always, my name is Paul. Yeah, my name's Rob and uh, Ditto. Thank you for joining us. We're very grateful that you are spending a few minutes of your day with us. We are also very grateful. Uh, I want to highlight uh, a couple of our team members just to say thank you. Uh, big thank you. Big shout out to Caitlin, who's keeping all of those uh, remote and virtual mapping classes going. It's unbelievable how successful those have been. Uh, just with the Monday, Wednesday classes getting started last week, Tuesday, Thursday classes, we've got, I think, uh, three weeks left, left of class. We're going to have another one, uh, for all of you out there. So don't worry. Uh, it is, uh, it is going to continue, but Caitlin, thank you for making those things run. Thank you for helping students. Thank you for working through the stress. It's amazing. Uh, I'm learning so much from having teammates, uh, and flight crew like Caitlin, because it's helping me learn how to be more consistent. It's helping me learn how to be a, a, a better leader. So thank you, Caitlin. Yeah. And it just shows that you need a good team to make these things go. Oh, it's really, really important. I couldn't agree more on that bombshell. Let's go ahead and get right into today's question. Uh, which is brought to you by our virtual mapping class. We will have more coming up. If you do want to hop on the bandwagon, though, we can let you join the classes uh, pro-rated if you are interested. Um, otherwise, yeah, let's uh, let's get right into this. This is going to be a fun one today. All right. Hello, Paul and Rob. This is Derek from Somerset, Ohio. I had a question regarding PIX4D. Um, I'm looking to start mapping roofs for local roofing contractors, and I would like to be able to add measurements onto my map. That would be the main purpose to to figure out the measurements, so they will have you know they don't have to get up on the roof with the tape measure and measure the roof. This would be replacing that, and I'm not quite sure which which aspect of PIX4D I need. I understand there's PIX4D Mapper, there's PIX4D Cloud, there's PIX4D Catch, there's a whole bunch of different ones, and I'm not 100% sure which one I need would need to map a roof and add it measurements. And also on the PIX4D Capture app, I understand the first one is uh, square grid for 2D models, the, the next one is the polygon square for 2D models, and then also there is the double grid for 3D and the circular for 3D, and of which of those four I would use to map the roof, I really don't know. So any input on this would be great. Uh, thanks, guys, for the great show. I want to say thank you for the question um, because, once again, we have to give someone props who you can tell is a little nervous about asking the question and maybe yeah. he doesn't want to, uh, you know, he doesn't <laughs> want to have false assumptions thrown his way by yours truly, a.k.a. me. So uh, <laughs> thank you for throwing in the question. We do appreciate sure, it. Yeah. And I, I also think it's important, Rob, there's a lot of people who really, they, they hear, ooh, map a roof. 
in roof inspection. You know, they hear yeah. that and so many things go through their mind, you mm-hmm. know, and these, go ahead. No, I was just, I'm, I'm really curious to hear what your thoughts are on this. And I think in some ways this podcast might go a different direction than what people in, uh, expect. We'll answer the question, right? But there's some other points that we may want to bring up. But what it got me thinking also is because he's talking about mapping roofs, which I hear as different from inspecting roofs. And so I'm curious, mm. what, how do those overlap? Or what are, what are we measuring roofs for? Are we really actually talking about inspecting the roofs? Is that, do you, do you think that's the direction I'm, he's actually I, going? I would imagine that there's a lot of crossover here. And yeah. I would imagine that the, these two are probably more in the, in the same than uh, our technical vernacular analysis is giving credence to. Perhaps. But one <laughs> of the reasons I'm asking is because we will be releasing a roof inspection class relatively soon, Very right? Very soon, yeah. And I'm wondering, is it going to include some of these elements that he might be alluding to and uh, should it? So that's it, why I'm asking. Uh, as far as the outline is concerned that I'm aware of, I think the answer is a hard yes. Um, now that said, I think Tom, who is the instructor for that class, would be able to provide a better answer. Now, quickly, sure. let's let's get right into this because one of the things I want to do with AstroNU is get more right into the point as soon as possible. Long story short is there's a lot of applications, right? Yeah. And the way that uh, I think a lot of people need to be thinking about this is um, what is the workflow to how we get to our answers, right? Because, you know, just as Tom uh, Powers, who's teaching our, our roofing inspection class, goes through, as he talks about all the different applications, Eagle View, he talks about how there are, you know, yeah, you can use PIX4D, but a lot of people are not using that for roof inspections, maybe for roof mapping, right? Because again, let's go back to what is the deliverable and the how, right? Because when I think about the cloud, right, PIX4D cloud, if this guy is taking measurements and they're angular measurements, um, I wouldn't want to be using Pix4D Cloud for that because Hmm. simply put, it's like the same analogy of uh, taking a measurement with a uh, tape measure, right? Do you put the tape measure out, walk 30 feet away, and then try to take a measurement? No. You put the tape measure down, you look a foot or two away from the edge of the tape measure, if you're like me, six inches, if you're a boomer, maybe four inches. Um, <laughs> but long story short is you're looking really, really close to make that measurement. And when we look at a lot of the cloud solutions, our measurements are not nearly as accurate because, again, you have this really uh, 60,000 foot view level essentially of what you're measuring versus again, looking at the tape measure very closely to make a measurement. And that's just one example of how of the how that we get to our deliverable and how that's going to change the workflow as, as a whole. Now, before we get too deep, uh, a couple of things. One, there's a lot of different processing softwares out there. And this is also why I really preach to everyone who comes into the mapping class. You've got to go check out uh, thedronenew.com forward slash what is drone mapping software and just add dashes in between all the words and boom, you come to like our super mapping page. And One of the things I think I actually want to add to that page after this particular question is really understanding how these different types of acquisition models or acquisition workflows, uh, you, you could say, are used in a combination to get much better data, right? Because this guy asks a lot of questions like, do, do I use a double grid? Do I use a single grid? Do I use 
uh, in orbit. And it's like, number one, it depends. Number two, it depends. Number three, it depends. <laughs> um, because you've got to read the situation. You've got to understand what is the mocha in the area. And if you don't know what the mocha is, well, we've got a, we've got a you know, foundational starting point. That's where we need to start. If we have uh, a very, very low mocha or a very low obstacle point that we have to clear, then that's going to make the roofing inspection slash map very, very easy to complete. That said, um, you know, drone deploy might offer a great solution for providing measurements, especially angular measurements that we can get on the gables of these roofs. But without having specific experience in something like Eagle View, I'm not sure that we are in the best position to really provide a comparison between those three uh, different processing softwares, which is different from the acquisition software, mm-hmm. right? This guy can still use Pix4D Capture. He can still, you know, he could use Drone Deploy if he wanted to, but the processing afterwards is going to be, well, different. And how is it different? Well, once again, it depends on one, what's the deliverable, two, how important are those measurements for said deliverable? And then three, going back to your initial question of is this more of a map? Or is this more of an inspection? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we go back to what the mapping class teaches. And one of the things about the mapping class is understanding um, like a roof that has hail damage and how shadows um, of holes make a big difference in, you know, essentially your ability to measure the depth of those holes or automatically measure the depth of those holes, et cetera. But take it one step further, right? Going back to your question, inspection or a map, right? Because if we go back to Tom Powers' example, most of the time, in my eyes, I think he's doing more of an inspection. And what does that look like, right? Well, an inspection, we can get really close-up photos to show us things like, oh, is there a shadow from the nails or the screws? Yeah. Why is that important? Well, if the nails are coming up out of the roof and they start to make shadows, it's pretty clear. Problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe a total loss. I don't know. I'm not a roof inspector. I also don't know why, Rob, I'm getting so defensive over an inspection versus a map. <laughs> I'm just trying to illustrate the difference, <laughs> in my mind at least. <laughs> no, you're, but I think the point is taken as well that, well, so to answer your question, if... I would just assume that if you're taking measurements, you want them to be as accurate as possible. That would be my understanding as well, uh, albeit, uh, yeah, I've seen so many different things in, in this industry. Well, but are I, we I talking agree. about measuring, and, and maybe none of this matters, maybe I'm getting into minutia that is not relevant ultimately to the answer to the question, but are we measuring like the length of the roof or are we measuring one of the holes from the hail? Ooh, right. And yeah. I mean, obviously, you're going to probably need more detail to measure. Well, then the question, too, is like, do we really need to measure the depth of all those holes? Or is something like Eagle View going to say, hmm, 20 percent of the roof is covered with holes? Doesn't matter how deep they are. Total <laughs> loss. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're like, it really depends, you know, measuring aborted. <laughs> but let's 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 take the flip side of that example. Right. Where would the accuracy of those measurements matter? And why did I bring up angular measurements? Because angular measurements produce wildly different results than just say a polyline measurement, right? It's uh, essentially if you're in engineering or surveying, you know that if you've got a plumb, or excuse me, a level line, 
in zero angular degree, then the, the length of the line is not going to change. But as soon as you add an angle, now, you know, the length of the line has increased. That said, why is that important? Let's look at Durango, right? Colorado, Denver, Wyoming, right? Where all these houses have to have crazy gabled roofs to do what? Snow load. To yeah. cover snow load. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't the angular measurements and accuracy thereof in those particular instances be extremely important? Very important. So that being said, let's say we're doing something like that. What version of Pix4D should he be using? Uh, I see I see how you took this full circle, Rob. Yeah. I'm just trying to answer the no, gentleman's no, question. It's a, it's a good good point. <laughs> um as of right now, without having used Eagle View myself and also understanding that I might be a subscription service, um, it's going to make me... I would use Pix4D Mapper without knowing right now what is the deliverable. Yeah, because fair enough. Things like there are things like Eagle View. You know, Drone Deploy has their roofing inspection solution now too. Um, even what is it called? Even Skydio is getting into their. They have what is it called? Like Site Scan or Home Scan or something mm. like that. And the Skydio drone, I have to say, gets the that's the greatest blend that I've seen of inspection slash mapping. But I will also say that while Skydio, you know, I wrote this article and then someone asked me to take it down because they, they gave me information that put them in legal trouble. And I had absolutely zero repercussions if I would have left it up, literally. But in an effort to try to, you know, not let someone stress and uh, and do other things, I decided as a human, you know what, I'll just take this down so this person doesn't get in trouble. That's not going to inhibit me, though, from talking about it on the podcast. That said, Skydio, their new uh, mapping software, might be the best modeling hmm. acquisition software I think I've ever seen. And it's hmm. also probably the worst for mapping. And I say that because what I saw for modeling is insane. It was unbelievable to see how close the drone could get, the detail that it could get, but then also seeing the type of issues that the drone was having and it couldn't really complete the map, you know, uh, not there yet, right? So when I think hmm. of all these solutions that are halfway there, I start to think like an instructor, right? Because I'm thinking to myself, what can I tell my students that's going to give them the most capability to finish the job and the most propensity to solve problems and still provide a deliverable, excuse me, a deliverable, I can't talk today, to the client. Okay. And so for me, once again, I think of Pix4D Mapper. This is a reason why we have decided to go all in with Pix4D. And yes, now we're teaching on drone deploy. And yes, we're getting into capture reality. And yes, we're getting into some of these other things. But at the end of the day, Rob, when I buy a computer, I can install any application I want onto it, right? Unless AWS takes it down and, you know, I can't watch Parler anymore. <laughs> Anyway, I thought that was a good political oh, joke. <laughs> Please don't take my podcast down, AWS. <laughs> so that said, um, I, I, I just think of, if okay, if I have this computer and I'm able to uh, put any application on it, I think of it like mapping. If I'm doing a job for someone, I want to be able to use any application that I can to be able to get any deliverable that I want. Unfortunately, this is not how a lot of the softwares work with mapping, mm -hmm. but Pix4D Mapper does. Mm. It allows you to do all of those things 
at, yes, the nth degree. Is it a long learning curve? Yes. But if you have this long learning curve, it's like when you face a problem in the field, instead of being like, frustration, frustration, client seeing me, this is disastrous, right? It's, uh, oh, you know what? This is going to be fun because it's a new uh, new problem I got to solve. Don't worry. I got it. Yeah. And then you solve the problem. And that's what Pix40 Mapper is. It's the ability. Uh, sorry to keep cutting you off, Rob. It's the ability. No, you're not. You're not cutting me off. <laughs> it's the I'm ability to create all these different deliverables. And it's the ability to create these measurements, but at, again, the nth degree, at a, an extreme um, level of uh, quote unquote accuracy. Yeah. But don't forget, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. There's absolute accuracy. There's relative accuracy. Again, without knowing the true deliverable, this guy says he wants to take measurements on the roof to avoid sending people up. Uh, He's asking about acquisition strategy. Again, it's probably a combination of acquisition strategies. Uh, Tom talks about that in his class, et cetera. I would uh, recommend that class. To answer his question, Mapper. I would do Mapper. I wouldn't do Cloud because Cloud is going to limit the types of measurements that we can take in addition to the accuracy of said measurements, in addition to angular uh, accuracy of said measurements. Um, it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, various cloud processors. Um, yeah. Hmm. So cool. then, I mean, we didn't even talk about, you know, Esri and drone to map and all the integrations that they're doing. I mean, there are so many people doing these integrations. We could, look at measure, right? Measure's doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, and uh, Jesse, I still got to get that NDA back to you. I thought I sent it to you weeks ago. So. <laughs> Let's do that today. Yeah, I need to do that literally right after this meeting. That's important. <laughs> so anyway, um, that said, Rob, um, you know, he's got the right drone. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Derek, I think um, I think we've given you the answer and we always encourage you to uh, reach back out with follow-up questions if if not, or if the answer generates more questions, <laughs> get, get yeah. back in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you again. And, you know, just to answer that question about what acquisition strategy would be right, you know, I alluded in the earlier in the show that it really depends on the situation, the mocha and all that. And I want to also say, Rob, that there is never one silver bullet in acquisition mapping that uh, like, you know, is the cream of the crop. I mean, really. Um, And I talked about that, too, in the PIX40 conference um, at length. That said, it's important to learn the different acquisition strategies with the benefits of them, the benefits of, you know, facades, et cetera. In addition, though, I think it's really important to learn and test those different acquisition strategies because, yeah, you might come to class and, uh, yeah, I might teach you to do a double grid with three orbits on top of that at a very specific elevation at a very specific tilt angle. And that might work for you every single time. But until you test that acquisition strategy against uh, your deliverables and what you're after, you're really never going to know what's the best acquisition strategy for me. Right? Yeah. I definitely don't want to be performing those tests as the deliverable going to your client. That'll get you in trouble (laughs) really quick or, or help you lose a client potentially. Or learn. Right, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
there are a myriad of ways to learn lessons. Uh, <laughs> Some more expensive than others. Sometimes failing first is the way to go. True. Yeah, Maybe I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I'd rather learn from somebody else's mistakes and fail. Well, I don't know. Anyways, that's a whole nother show. It so is. It let's, is. Uh, not go there. If you have a question, please go to askdroneu.com. Upload that question. Let us know what you think. For everyone who are DroneU members right now, the community is in this kind of transition period right now. I just want to let all of you know we're working really, really, really hard to transition off of Facebook. So for all of you who listen to the show, you're thinking about becoming a member. Yeah, the community is still there. Although we are working on right now, really bolstering that up and changing pretty much the entire game of the community to one, increase engagement, two, increase time, uh, or excuse me, decrease time for answers. Um, and then make sure you're getting quality answers. So all that to say yeah. is that we're working really hard. So uh, patience. And uh, I'm so grateful for all of you. Like, really, thank you. It's uh, the one thing that keeps pushing me forward is just the fact that how many people we help on a, on a daily basis. And it's so humbling, Rob, like sometimes. It's a, it's a wonderful gift to us, for sure. Yes. And thanks to you, we get to keep giving it. So on that yeah. bombshell, thanks again. Don't be afraid to leave us a review. It helps us out. On that bombshell for the second time, this is <laughs> Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.